when you sit and watch our current president, uh, you don't really have a lot of sense of confidence. Today, he was in North Carolina, and he got on the stage, and then he got mixed up again. Remember that whole thing that happened uh, with the congresswoman, Jackie, who had died, remember, in a car crash, and they had named a bill after her. It was a couple years ago. And then he goes at the White House, and he's like, okay, we're naming this bill after the late Jackie, da-da-da-da-da. Jackie, will you please stand up? Well, Jackie wasn't there. He's like, where's Jackie, remember? And they're like, uh, Jackie's not here. The bill's named after her because she died. And it was like, it was really this stunning moment where people go, God, he really is out of touch. Well, there was another one like that today. He mistakenly claims that North Carolina Congresswoman Deborah Ross was there and that he was just backstage with her taking a picture with her. And then he realized, or probably more like it, somebody on his staff sent him a note saying, uh, Deborah, that wasn't Deborah who you were backstage talking to and taking a picture with. Uh, you're mistaken, Mr. President. You better clean it up because they know how bad it looks. So then he goes, uh, where's Deborah? I just had my picture with her. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Uh, actually, that's not true. She's in Washington. She couldn't have been in here. I mean, he just sounds so weak and so fumbly. Listen to here he is today, and this is the latest one. Listen to this one. Appreciate it very much. I also want to mention Congressman Deborah Ross. Where's Deborah? I just had my picture taken with her. That's probably why she left. No, all kidding aside. Anyway, you, you can, oh, she couldn't be here, actually. That's not true. I got it mixed up. And she has, you know, she fights very hard for the people of this district, and she's up in Washington right now. Where's Jackie? Remember that one? Uh, oh, yeah, where am I? Which way do I go? I, I, you know, at first, when I first saw it, I thought this was really bad, just because I have, I met President Biden, I the first time I met him, I met him when I was in college, by the way, and feisty, sharp. Uh, spirited at that time, certainly had his mental faculties. I've seen him many times through the years. So it's a while, you guys. I mean, we're talking since the 1980s. Okay, so we've I've seen him over the years, and he is really degrading, especially in the last two, three, four years. There's no doubt about it. There's no doubt about it. You see him, he's like, ah, ah, ah. And then they're like trying to lead him off the stage again. And I'm thinking, oh, my goodness, what is the world thinking? What are these people who are sending terrorists through our southern border thinking? Boy, this is an easy one. Or the northern border, sadly. Boy, this is an easy one. And then on top of all of that, you've got all these wars that are happening. You've got so many threats happening all over the place. Now we see Al-Qaeda and ISIS sort of rearing their heads again. You know, we're seeing Pakistan and Iran, you know, trading blows in the last few days. This is a scary time in the world. It's like all these bad actors are all kind of rearing their ugly heads. And I don't think it's any coincidence because it comes at the same time as we're seeing the open borders. We're seeing a weak president who is not emitting strength and clarity and all of that begets weakness, and it gets us to a very dangerous, uh, scary situation. 
And we're all just wondering, okay, when sadly is something going to happen? And we're going to hear that they happened across through our southern border. And boy, how easy it was. And they're all here, maybe in sleeper cells. None of that would surprise me. And that really saddens me because I love this country and want to make sure, first and foremost, that we are protected. And boy, today, uh, nothing, I think, hit harder, stronger than listening to these two mothers who it was gut-wrenching to hear their testimony. Uh, One of them is a woman named Josephine Dunn, and her daughter died in 2021 of a fentanyl overdose. She took something, it was laced with fentanyl, it took her life. And today on Capitol Hill, she and another mom testified. Now, Alejandro Mayorkas, who is the Homeland Security Secretary, was supposed to be there today. It was a hearing about his potential impeachment. So he should have been there to defend himself if there is any defense. And I can't think of what he has for the wide open border and the destruction that that has caused on our country for generations to come. And she said, I thought one of the most powerful things, because she said, where is the Homeland Security Secretary? I was looking forward to speaking with him. I was looking forward to looking into his eyes and telling him what happened to my daughter. And she blames that open border and the open border policies of Alejandro Mayorkas and the president for her daughter's death. Listen to what she testified today just a few hours ago. I understand that the mission of the Department of Homeland Security is to secure our nation's air, land, and sea borders, to prevent illegal activity while facilitating lawful travel and trade. In my humble opinion, Mr. Mayorkas's border policies is partially responsible for my daughter's death. His wide open border policy allows massive quantities of poisonous fentanyl into our country. Arizona is the fentanyl superhighway into the United States. I personally feel Mr. Mayorkas is responsible for opening that border to allow more than 10 million illegal border crossings since February of 2021 which supports most of the illegal fentanyl into this country. And here is cut number seven, because she further said, why isn't the secretary, why doesn't even have the decency to show up, not just to Congress, but to talk to many mothers like her across this country? Under Secretary Mayorkas's leadership, or lack thereof, fentanyl is an invasion. The weapon of mass destruction has caused unimaginable numbers of deaths, unmeasurable damage to our country's family, families including my own. My family is broken. My heart is broken. And he couldn't even be here to face me today. Whatever he's doing that is more important than facing me today, I don't know what that could be. Wow. And when she testified, she and another mom, I don't think there was a dry eye in the place. And she's got a great point. What, he he's too busy? Apparently, by the way, he told Congress part of the reason he wasn't there 
was that he was meeting with Mexican officials. I think domestically, I think they were coming to talk with him, probably to thank him for his wide open border. So they don't have to pay for all the individuals that are coming through their country or that are leaving their country, because many of them are just using Mexico as like a way station. But they were probably patting him on the back saying, great job. You know, keep it up. We're really appreciative. We're going to keep sending whoever we want, criminals or whoever. They're going to just keep on coming. Don't worry about it. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, This is really downright scary. And when you hear stories of real people like that who have been touched and so deeply, deeply affected by fentanyl and by illegal migrants, how could you say an open border is okay? 